You're tuned to The Trail Show. Get on the trail! We're talking about dirt, mud, blood, and guts. Que no parece fiesta. It's The Trail Show. Bam! Ah! Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Hermosillo. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yo! Junaid Special 41. Daoud. I don't think you need to tell them what it pop if you got some of them little brandy on the little nub nub or something or something. And now, broadcasting live from Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. Arriba! Coming to you live from the Bobby Walters studio in Boulder, Colorado's historic Beer District. It is the Trail Show, and we are live at our South Boulder Studios telecasting complex once again. The Trail Show is a monthly mashup of all things trail and has been downloaded over half a million, bi- bi- I mean, million, billion times in Whoa. 80 countries across the globe. Countries. How many Crazy. times have we been 100 trillion times. We are heard worldwide on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and at thetrailshow.com. If your business or company or nonprofit or whatever is interested in partnering with The Trail Show, please email our crack sales team at sales at thetrailshow.com. Partner with The Trail Show and get the word out about your company, business, website, or nonprofit. That contact info again, Dilo, is sales at thetrailshow.com. And that's right. Just right about now, you can send in your monthly donation, your one-time donation, your recurring donation, whatever type of donation you would like to give us, and we will send you blood orange IPA stickers. How many of those stickers, Dilo? So many blood <laughs> orange no, 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 just two. IPA just two. stickers. I mean, you know, so many could be considered two. So many stickers. All for your one-time monthly donation, recurring donation to sales at thetrailshow.com. But don't be confused because we are not selling anything when you give us your money. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's set the table. What are we serving up today? Today we're serving up a bunch of leftovers. It is Thanksgiving. It is Black Friday, after all. That's correct. And by the way, this is our first... Day drinking show, I yeah. believe, right? We've never done a daytime show, have we? Uh, no. My plan is to get disco good and drunk, and I mean, then we're going to go to Costco. I, oh, I usually <laughs> prepare for the show by drinking all day. Does that count? Uh, it's a little different, man. Okay. Because now you're going to have to drink all night after the show's over. And that's what's hard about that's day true. drinking, is because it really just means that you drink so much over the course <laughs> much of time. longer. Yeah. Whereas if you just drink at night, you just go to sleep and you're done. But when you start drinking during the day, it's hard to stop. You, I think you got to go straight to coffee after the show. You think so? Yeah. Well, hmm. you do, because you have to be with family. Yeah. But we're going to go out for like appetizers, I think. So I might actually continue the drinking <laughs> with my family after the show. All right, uh, what are we serving up, P.O.D.? We've got trail news. Uh, we might have trail of the month. It's yet to be decided. We've got uh, some audio. We've got, in related, related to our audio, we have some trail media. We have a possible trail tip. We've got, you know, all the standard stuff, mailbag, donations, ask a hiker, our gear review. I've got such a sweet steak this hizzy. month. It's crazy. Say, I, I'm really excited this uh, this month about all of the. Uh, I'm sorry, all, okay. all of these beers. I'm oh yeah, right oh yeah, all of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we gonna have Ask a She Hiker? We we can. We'll see what how much time we have when we get to that. Yeah, point. it all depends, man. It all depends. Uh, okay, cool. It's just a teaser. Okay, that's fine, guys. <laughs> 
Do you need to use the toilet? No, I'm cool. <laughs> all right, is that it? Yeah, you know, it's all the standard stuff. Well, let's talk about Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Month. Well, let's see here. This month's beer is sponsored by Trevor Homework McKee, a young gentleman living in North woods of california who sent this month's extremely voluminous beer selection by drone that's right he sent the beers by drones and i think trevor actually is a drone aficionado from what i understand i do see him posting on social media quite frequently about very the intricacies of all the newfangled drones which is news to me because i didn't realize that Trevor Homer McKee was so into drones, but he is. And the drones delivered this month's beer selection, which is, I, I think we've got to drink about um, 10 to 15, 22-ounce bombers today during today's show. So mm-hmm. uh, about three hours from now, we might be unintelligible. But until then, we've got some delicious beers <laughs> from Trevor Homer McKee. The first here is the Sugar Pine Cocoa Vanilla Porter from the Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. And it's brewed in the San Joaquin Valley, which uh, I'm not really sure where that is. Uh, that one, too. Yeah. Get that one, so too. We've got, so this is delicious. The Sugar Pine is a robust American porter oh, flavor of organic cocoa nibs and Madagascar vanilla beans. Should nibs. I continue reading the label, P.O.D.? Because I can. No, we've got, more. we've got another bottle All right, here, there's man. another label. Hold on. Let me get the next label. Tell us the name of that brewery. I think it's That's right the there. Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. T.S., right. baby. Uh, this next, well, the first beer here was the Firefall Red, which has pictures of lava coming down um, what looks to be Half Dome because it is the Tioga Sequoia Brewing Company. Yes, and this one is delicious. Uh, when we opened this one, it actually exploded all over Special 41. Uh, <laughs> it he is actually. He, I did a little dance. He had to take a shower. Uh, <laughs> I think he's... Took, yeah, you did take off all your clothes. You're sitting next to me naked now yeah, because your clothes are covered in beer, but that's okay because we've got a lot more to drink, and then it'll get more comfortable. All right, so yeah, this one here has a label that's hard to read. So it's a great red ale. We enjoyed it. Despite and then we also have the Mountain Whitney XPA. I haven't had... Once again, thank you, Trevor Homework McKee, for your very generous... And not, not only did he send us beer, he sent oh, us he a sent really us awesome card. Yeah. It's super cool. We'll it, we'll post a photo of it. Yeah, and he also sent us a hand whittled spoon. Yes, what? it's pretty yes. cool. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's over there on the table. Could that hand whittled spoon be used as a trowel? Sure. I depends think it's on the enough. depends on the soil. Sand, ah. yes. Sand yes. for sure. Desert, yes. De- oh. Decomposed granite. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not. It might not work so well. Um, yes. I, I got to talk about this extra PA before we get into trail news. Okay. Because I have had a sip, and I got to say, the thing that's amazing about this beer is it, D-Lo, it's only 58 IBUs. 58 IBUs. And it's only five. Tastes like a lot more than that. 5% ABV. But the taste, would I would think that this is like an 8% uh, IPA with 100 IBUs. So the flavor is is action-packed. Wow, I can't wait to try. But right now I'm working on this delicious cocoa delicious, delicious. cocoa vanilla sugar pine porter. Is that, that like is so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and take it away. Thanks, Dave. I'm down here on the corner of 58th and uh, Northwestern, and there is a man out here. He's naked. He's drinking beer and shouting the trail show. All right. <laughs> Welcome to this month's edition of 
trail news. Yeah. Uh, so this month we have a couple of interesting things. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about a couple of cool things uh, with National Geographic's Adventures of the Year. They're up to be voted on for People's Choice. Um, there are two entrants this year that I think are somewhat trail-related. Uh, we have Peter McBride um, and uh, Kevin Fedarko, and they completed a 700-mile section hike of the, uh, the Grand Canyon. And they did this to sort of bring sp- uh, spotlight to some of the conservation issues and some of the environmental issues that are going on with the Grand Canyon, including like uh, a plan to build by the Navajo Nation to build a tramway and like a bunch oh, of yeah. stuff down at the confluence of the Colorado and uh, the little Colorado River. So, you know, a couple of other things. There's also like a uranium mining to the north, um, some of which has already impacted and poisoned some springs on the north side of the Grand Canyon. Ooh. Um, and there's, you know, it's a, it's a sensitive, fragile ecosystem, and so they were trying to kind of bring some, uh, some light to that. Mm. They did it in several sections over a little more than a year, um, <clears throat> and it was part of a National Geographic project as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they were pretty cool. Um, and then another one, which is pretty neat, is a trail ru- runner out of Nepal named Mira Rai. So she's got kind of an interesting story. She's, um, she's a Nepali fil- village girl, and she happened to run into some... She was out, like, doing a little, a little jog or whatever and ran into some uh, people that were there for a trail race that was happening, like, the next day. Uh, and they invited her to come back, and she ended up running in this 50K, uh, and she was the only female that was, you know, ended up being in it. Um, and she did really, really well. I think she took, like... She, or I, I guess she finished, and then right. after that, um, she sort of got more and more into ultra running and trail running, and has done quite well, uh, including uh, second place in the Sky Running World Championship. Um, so, in any case, she's uh, also set up a couple of races in Nepal to try to really promote some more options for Nepali girls rather than just the the drudgery of farm and housework. Yeah. So Mira Rai. And it was pretty cool because she actually started following me on Twitter after I started reading about her just like randomly. I got so really creepy. excited. Did you follow her first? No. And that's what? the crazy thing is like, what? I, I was reading about her and 20 okay. minutes later I got the little Twitter ding ding. And then she was following me. It was just so cool. It's almost like a, maybe like an ESP, like a, Teleconnection sort of thing. I feel there. like it probably has something more to do with like uh, electrons tracking my every cyber move and then like <laughs> suggesting <laughs> that she follow me somehow to her. And then like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But in any case, it's unclear. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, National Geographic Adventure of the Year. Uh, go ahead and vote for your favorite ones if you'd like them to win. There are some other cool ones as well, including the Hokulea, which is a Hawaiian sailing vessel. I'm into not really trail stuff, though. Do you how, how many times can you vote for a National Geographic Adventure <laughs> of the Year? Uh, you know, um, <laughs> it's definitely a rigged election because you can vote like every day. You can vote every day. Can you vote yeah. multiple times a day? I don't. No. Maybe if you were on different ISPs, do you vote all day, uh, every day, what if, from the address you want? What if you cleared your cookies each time? Yeah, we can't you, talk. We can't talk about this. What man. if we got we got some trouble? I don't know about clearing cookies. Is that like when you eat all the cookies from the cookie jar? <laughs> yes. All right. Okay, exactly. Trail. So good right. at clearing trail cookies. Show tip of the month. I'm like so rad at it. In other trail news, we have uh, 20 wildfires in the southeast are being investigated as arson. They're yeah, all, this, is a, yeah. this is a pretty mess. messed up. So there's quite a... F- I mean, the whole region is already you know, experiencing um, some pretty severe drought conditions. 
Uh, there's a lot of the, the trees out there, basically just matches waiting to be, be struck. Um, so, yeah, 20 wildfires in North Carolina all being suspected as arson. Uh, mm. 25 square miles in the uh, Nantahala National Forest. Yeah. Um, just completely on fire. Uh, a lot of these fires are still uncontained. Uh, even, like, I was trying to look for some recent stuff. A lot of these fires are still burning. Still. Wow. Well, NOC was closed briefly, which, and, and I know that parts of the AT have been closed. Yeah, and they were uh, actually the Mountain Crossing store. Oh. Um, has reported that it just smells like a campfire. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, whereas typically you'd be able to see for miles and miles at some of these views, you just can't even see like the next hills. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely impacting the, uh, the region. Um, I believe, uh, it was talking about, um, some of the major cities as well, having like pretty heavy, uh, like smoke. And I think stuff Atlanta like that, has so. been having some air uh, yeah. quality issues oh, yeah. as a result. Yeah, there's actually, uh, I was reading one article that showed a NASA um, satellite photo. Ooh. Um, and it had just like all sorts. I'm showing it to That's everybody. That's pretty here. grim. But yeah, I mean, you it's can just see these huge smoke plumes just trailing up so looks like what happens when i try to multitask in the kitchen mm-hmm. arson man that that's it's so dry there right now too it's been a really really dry fall and it's been quite windy and i mean it's a tinderbox and and somebody yeah when's like the last time there were fires uh in the southern appalachians because it, i feel like it's not something that happens very often yeah, yeah. I, I feel like i don't hear as much about yeah, it as like you get either. the west coast fire season pretty much yearly right you don't typically see large-scale wildfires in the south or in the Appalachians. Yeah. It's just not conducive. There's a lot more moisture. But this year's different. It's dry. So yeah. it's a whole different ball game. And then when you have someone going out and purposely setting fires in steep terrain with dry everything, vegetation, it's, it's, all, it's the perfect recipe for what's going on right now. Which is just, I mean, I, I have a hard time fathoming, like, with the motivation that someone would have to go and like start these fires. I know they've arrested a few people, you know, for uh, um, like brush fires and things like that, or like, you know, burning stuff in their yard or whatever, even though there are these pretty, pretty severe like fire conditions and restrictions. Yeah. Uh, So I know that, you know, there have been some arrests in that, in that way, but I just, man, the idea of somebody going out and intentionally setting these things is like, good Lord. What's pretty, yeah. It's pretty messed up. It is. Yeah, so. Anything else on the docket? We've got a few more things. Just hold your horses here. Hold your horses. I'm getting antsy, man. I'm getting yeah, antsy. Yeah, so uh, a little bit more local to, to us here in Colorado, there's a pretty popular area called the Maroon Bells Wilderness. Oh, yes. Um, and it's uh, right up there near Aspen, uh, Aspen, Colorado. And it's been getting just a lot more traffic recently, and they've been seeing, you know, serious degradation. Uh, there's a, a hot spring up there called Conundrum, very popular. It's gross. Um, yeah. I kind of agree, but yeah. it's you, And it gets grosser and grosser. They have, yeah. I was reading a couple of articles about the uh, Forest Service's plans to possibly limit the amount of overnight stays in the wilderness area uh, and probably restrict... Um, you know, certain areas as far as the number of campers allowed and, and stuff. So, but it's getting, you know, there, it's always been an issue with, with, with the area being sort of overused and misused and uh, definitely seeing some serious impact. I'm pointing at Delo. 
Why? Get those chocolate-covered coffee beans. No, I ate, I ate some already. I'm just you wait, need more. I'm just well, waiting for them to kick in. There's some interesting articles online, uh, special about fecal contamination yes. in contundra- yeah. Conundrum Hot Springs. Like they test yes. the water for the fecal Eww. levels, and it's, oh, yeah. it, it's oh, you're yeah. going to be itchy afterwards. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I why? You know, the why? thing is, is even, if, even if Conundrum was actually like not filthified and like pretty wrecked up at this point, yeah. it's not actually a very good hot spring. It's, it's kind not. Of a, it's too shallow. It's, it's really shallow. Shallow, it's not very warm. No. It, that's like you have to kind of sit in the very center. It's and like soaking like, yeah. in a lukewarm toilet bowl where someone's <laughs> left a poo for three days. Oh, yeah. And like, how I've, dare I've you? I've never been up there and not seen just like people... <laughs> Uh, you know, using it poorly or evidence of people using it poorly. Just, yeah. I mean, when, when I was up so. there, the one time there was uh, some Yahoo's had their husky chained or tied up to the no dogs allowed sign <laughs> while they were soaking. <laughs> and it was dying because it was in the sun. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> Is this some kind of segue into your she hiker question? No. Okay. Very good. <laughs> they also had glass. In the hot springs. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know. That makes sense. So this is kind of what the Forest Service is dealing with, though, right? Like, increased numbers of use also means just, like, increased yeah. levels of misuse. So, yeah. And when we and, went up there in the morning. And it's definitely it was, an impact. It was gross. There were cigarette butts everywhere. Yeah. There was yeah. trash everywhere. There oh, were for sure. People wine go boxes. And, uh, it was yeah, gross. It gets pretty ridiculous. Um, in any case, yeah, if and you're poop. looking for a good hot springs time, I recommend not, not conundrum. Go somewhere where yeah. there's not there's poop really in the water. There's really some good ones. Yeah. Go to Idaho. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Or go hike the Hot Springs Trail. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Uh In other trail news, uh, this is ca- kind of a, a sad one. Um, we're still still on the lookout for um, from cr- for Chris Fowler, mm. um, a.k.a. Sherpa. He was last seen October 12th, uh, White Pass. Whoa. And uh, oh. Cracker Barrel there. Have they had some storms roll through there? Uh yes, there definitely sure. have been some storms. It's it's winter um, up north now. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, the the what is it? The Klitatas. I'm probably saying it horribly wrong. Klitatas. Klitatas County um, called off the search on Monday. They had been doing some searches around the uh, the trail and on peripheral trails as well. Um, his family is still uh, doing organizing some searching. Uh, there might be some searches continuing huh. further north, but it was unclear exactly. Checking from the uh, the Facebook page dedicated to the search, mm. exactly what resources are still being used and where they're being used and who's out there. But we uh, we continue to hope that he uh, just you know got picked up by a van load of hippie chicks and is having a good time uh, <laughs> somewhere else and <laughs> is totally just not thinking about it, but. Um, but yeah, hopes and, and prayers. It's a long time. It's yeah. a long time. Um, you know, but uh, crazy, crazier things have happened. It's I true. mean, I watched that. I should have. I should have been dead. Show a few times, and my lord, some of the things that people have lived through. Yeah, you, you can't ever fully count it out. It's true. Know? So, uh, w- hoping for a, a happy ending there. Yesterday, there was uh, apparently a happy ending to a somewhat bizarre story uh, in Northern California around Mount Shasta. A woman went for a trail run about um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and uh, disappeared. Her husband came home. Kids weren't home. Daycare. Mom had never come to pick up the kids. She, uh, he found her phone via, I guess, like the find your phone. Find your phone. Yeah, yeah, so, and found her phone on the side of the road with her earbuds that she used to use for trail running. Um, and apparently she's like some super mom, you know, and so everybody was like convinced that she was abducted. 
Uh, and yesterday, um, about 150 miles south of where she w- disappeared, she showed up, tied up on the side of the road, flagged down a motorist, and was like taken to a hospital, treated for some minor injuries, um, non-life-threatening injuries, I guess, at least. And, tied uh, up? Yeah, she was bound in some way, and it didn't really... The article that I mm. read was... As of the taping of this show, only like 11 hours old, so I don't, like, okay. probably going to be a lot more details that'll come out over the, the next week, so maybe we'll do an update next month, but yeah, sort of a bizarre story. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, she just, she was trail running, disappeared. They initially sort of suspected the husband of maybe something going on there, but they, he passed a lie detector test, so they kind of took him off the radar, and then, and then somebody stepped forward anonymously uh, with oh. a $50,000 ransom like offering a fifty thousand dollar ransom for her return uh and then upping it to a hundred thousand dollars and then like right after that uh withdrawing it instead saying that they would give that money to information leading to her return right so like almost like a what yeah almost like a liam neeson kind of a move like just weird you know and then the next day she's she ends up found on thanksgiving on the side of the road so like just just a bizarre story from start to finish, um, and hmm. and I'm sure going to be like, I, and I'm not usually like the Nancy Grace show watching, like you know, like sh- <laughs> don't like, lie to us, special. We you know, know you, uh, like. but this this story has definitely like piqued my interest as far as like just seems weird. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in any case, we're happy that she has come home after three weeks of being missing, and wow. uh, what a what a happy Thanksgiving that must be for the family. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. He just ran out the door, ladies and gentlemen. Junaid's special Dawood out the door, <laughs> threw his papers up into the air, and he's gone. He's and that was trail news. Still nose. with no clothes on, yeah. oddly enough. Oh, and he might get into some trouble because there's people out there. It's in Black the Friday. Yeah. yeah. All right, too. Uh, let's go to break, and then we're going to come back and give our friend a call, hopefully. And I've got a special treat for you as we go to break. It's the song stylings of one Paul Pace on oh, P.O.D.'s yeah. Mom's Piano. So everybody get ready for a little Van Halen. a chance and i never listen to a trail show <laughs> dilo we drink we just crack another beer what happened uh i don't know I grab don't, it man we got the, oh is that cracked open purple let me label. read the label hold on a second get it's, that purple drink hold it's on the perp drink by the way i think that not a chance promo was recorded during some day drinking yeah Could be. oh well, how, how fitting then mm-hmm. two town cider house the only fresh pressed northwest apples Yeah, that really didn't make any sense. Blackberry hard cider made with Marion blackberries. 6% alcohol by volume. 16.9 fluid ounces, also known as 500 milliliters. The profile of this delicious black 
Berry hard cider is ripe <laughs> and juicy. Made with Mar- made Marion unites Northwest apples with wholly locally grown Marion berries. The crown jewel of all blackberry varieties, Marion berries are a true testament to the bounty of Oregon, and this drink should be served chilled. It is also naturally gluten-free, and in case you hadn't decided this yet or were kind of on the fence, it's made in Oregon. Very nice. <laughs> in Oregon, you said. Made in Oregon. That's right. Anybody from Oregon listening right now? Yes. Do we have any Oregon listeners? Oregonians? I, I, I was actually born in Oregon. <laughs> you were. That you probably take significant offense to me saying Oregon. Just isn't like that like some... No, I mean, it listeners. just makes my ears bleed. Japanese right? paper folding? Isn't that... This beer is... <laughs> oh, no, that's <laughs> Oregon. What do you Sorry. have, Disco? Wait, I'm not done. Yes, you are. <laughs> I've got the Mount Whitney Extra Pale Ale, which I mentioned earlier, but must mention again because... It is absolutely delicious and probably my favorite of the day so far. It says that the Mount Whitney XPA is our take on non-traditional American PA. Our XPA has a very low use of colored malts, which makes this PA finish drier and accentuate the HDP pro- oh, HOP profile and aroma to the fullest <laughs> traditional Yes. Okay. Very good. I think good. that's why you this, like it because this really was boldly good. crafted in Oregon. Hey, can Friends you from two nearby cider? towns banded together on just, a mission to bring it. cider take back it. to the people. True craft cider made in whole fruit. Take it. Take it. Take the bottle no from me. <laughs> there were like fourteen more paragraphs on that bottle, people. We, so we. Thank, you had you're to welcome. Stop. All right. Oh let's God. let's get into trail of the month. We've got another. This is this is part two in a three part series of Brett Tucker Productions. So last have, month, when are we going to have Brett Tucker on the show? It's got to happen. Oh, that's good. It's got to happen. Mm. But as folks will remember, last month we featured the lowest to highest route. Yep. A Brett Tucker production. This month we're featuring the Northern New Mexico Loop. That's good. And we're not even going to tell you which one we're featuring next month. We'll just leave you in suspense. But we have a recent through hiker of the Northern New Mexico Loop, Miss Not a Chance, mm-hmm. Amanda Timioni. That's and correct. we're going to give her a call and see how her hike on the NMML went. Yes. Did just I get that? Call echo? her up. Let's, let's just call it the call M&L. Let, let's, let's play a prank on her. Okay. Play a little prank. Calling not a chance. You should do your God voice. It's a chance. It's God. It's God. She's expecting her call. God voice. Here we go. Panama. Hello? Hey, Chance, it is Disco Delo Special and POD from The Trail Show. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? You sound a little, um, how should I say, ill-disposed? Are you, <laughs> are you busy? Are you uh, busy eating mayonnaise and, and raw eggs over there or what? No, I was just stoned and listening to <laughs> Michael Bolton. <laughs> As yes. we do on Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> we should tell folks, we actually already interviewed Chance about the Northern New yes. Mexico Loop, but somehow in the, the, the madness of day drinking at Auto West, we lost all of the audio of the interview, so <laughs> we get to interview Chance It wasn't because I... What were you going to say? It wasn't because I was too drunk. No, no, no. no, no. It was our was fault. It was oh, our okay. fault. It was a technical difficulty. Okay. It's, it's all right. It'll be discovered okay. at some point. It'll like come out for the archives. That's know? right. Yeah. So, P.O.D., would you like to take it away? Hopefully, I get... <laughs> what, what were you saying? Oh, just, I hope, like, I say uh, the same thing or... It's okay. <laughs> hey, you know, nobody... Like, not something different. Yeah, that's no... okay. This is not scripted here. That's right. And yeah. I tell you what, before, <laughs> before we ask you about the loop, 
can we briefly ask you what was going on in those uh, Instagram videos yes. where you were smashing like raw eggs on your face and then eating them? I was just talking to my friends and I thought it would be fun to make crying while eating videos. <laughs> it was actually a website, cry, cryingwhileeating.com. Cause, so I am working on a medicinal pot farm right now and it's pretty tedious. And so, yeah, <laughs> it's, you know, it's any way to uh, have creative self expression. Oh, here's. Was there any. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's where that came from. Was there any repercussions from eating raw eggs that had been smashed S- over your salmonella face? Salmonella, maybe. Or... Like... <laughs> I, d- I didn't actually let it drip down my throat. Um, <laughs> spit it out. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. She did not swallow I, I it. She spit I didn't it out. Swallow. Okay. I didn't swallow. We should probably move um, on to no, Trail of the like, Month. <laughs> did you do the same thing with the mayonnaise? Did you swallow the mayonnaise? A little bit, because actually, I actually do really like may- mayo oh. a lot, so Ugh. I allowed myself to swallow some of it. All right, and, moving- but I gagged, I gagged. <laughs> moving on, um, okay, trail of the month, so the northern New Mexico loop, so I think a lot of people don't know about this Brett Tucker production, so can you just start us off by telling us yeah. where it starts, where it finishes, the length, and, you know, kind of where the general areas that it passes through? Well, the official loop starts in Santa Fe at the Santa Fe Plaza. Um, I just started at this um, the cathedral there downtown because that's where Brett started. And I started May 25th and headed west. And then you go through the Hemes region and past this caldera, which exploded 1.2 million years ago. And then you hit the CDT f- just before Ghost Ranch, and you follow it to Chama through the Tusas Mountains. And then from the CDT, you head east over the Sangre de Cristos, and then down through the Pecos and back to Santa Fe. And it's 500 miles. How long did it take but, you um, to do the whole loop? I, month, exactly. Oh, okay. cool. I, yeah, so... And I want to ask you, yeah. you started... And you can go... Go ahead. Oh, I'm saying um, you wouldn't be able to go counterclockwise starting in the spring because the Sangre de Cristos will have snow. So that's why sure. I started clockwise. And I was going to ask you along those lines, so you started at the end of May-ish. Well, two questions. Yeah. What was the terrain like? You know, I know it was probably different... So you start some, you maybe flatland or lower and go up higher and then lower again. So what was that like? And then what what was the weather like for you? I had really good weather up until the very end. And then I got those like monsoon type thunderstorms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the highest you get is Wheeler Peak, which is the state high point at like 13 something. Ooh. The, and the beginning is pretty chill. It goes through some desert i went through like a canyon and but it stays like pretty high and i you know you bag a lot of meadows and like long sweeping valleys meadow bagging meadow bagging.com it's not it's that's so sweet meadow bag yeah it's this is the route if you want a meadow bag. I know people talk about that. <laughs> I've never heard I, people talking about I'm totally going to start Dude, calling I myself totally a meadow bagger. Dude, I totally tagged that meadow. I, I, when people start asking me what, like, what my preferred form of hiking is, I'm now going to be telling them yeah. I'm such a meadow bagger. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag meadow bagger. Hey, Dude, I have a question on the route. Uh, 
uh, Chance, this is D'Lo. My question on the route is where... Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Okay. Um, good. Where <laughs> did you cross the Rio Grande on your way back to the Sangre de Cristos? Let's see. I did... Let's see. Did you... I left the CDT at Brazos Ridge Overlook. Right. And then I went through this valley... Punch Valley or Punche Valley, and it was Punche. around there. I crossed it the second time. It was before the um, for the wild. Uh, did you go through the wild, wild rivers? River scenic oh. area? Oh, did you go through there? On does the northern New Mexico loop go through the wild rivers? Yeah, yeah. You drop oh, down cool. there. It's it's actually a kind of a yeah. It's a short hike down down through there where the like Red River and, and the Rio, Rio Grande. Grande oh, that's cool because I've been to that area a couple times the, on family camping trips. Yeah. And it's a fantastic and place. That part was so cool. It was the most fragrant desert I'd ever smelled in my whole life. Huh. What, what kind of deserts, like smell-wise, did it remind you of? Well, it was like a mix of low desert and high desert. And so it was like, I don't know, pinion and juniper. And then you had, man, prickly pear. I mean, all the cactus. All the cacti were blooming, and I'd never seen them like that before on any other hike I've ever done. Blooming and, cacti. And did the river otter also have a smell? The river? No, it was really it was a really brief encounter, and it was so. Plus, it, it was had so just bathed. So. I, yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what was the water like on this trail? The water sources. It was good. I mean, I think. I mean, you know, Brett is a water whisperer. Yes. But um. This route, it was fine. I probably carried at most three liters oh, or damn. less wow. normally. That's three liters is yeah. nothing. I carried three liters just up here to listen to the sh- to record the show today. <laughs> 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 we, we're in a dry studio, by the way. Yeah, there's a drought going on in yeah. the studio today. Yeah. What? No. Well, we have there's a lot of beer, beer, but there's no water. So we, oh, have, yeah. we have to pack well, it in. Okay. Water, yeah. water everywhere, hey, but hey, it's all beer. Hey, Chance, talk to us. Is it a buffet of surfaces out there on the on the loop, or you know, is it a mix of trail mm. roads, no trail, cross country? Oh, yeah. Like what? What did you walk on out there? I walked on a lot of dirt roads and did a lot of cross country through like grassy valleys, and then trails like in the mountainous regions. Mm. Now, was well, it? Was and it, there was a lot of trail. Oh, wow. that's awesome. What, no, what percentage do you think was like trail versus not? Uh, Gun to your ooh, head. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> we, oh, we need an answer. Six, 70 percent. Wow! Wait, no, that sounds like a lot. Maybe. Wow. Okay, we're quoting. 60? Chance says seventy-five percent down. Write it Eighty percent of the northern New Mexico loop is <laughs> on trail. On trail. You heard it here <laughs> first, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Now let me ask you a question. Is that sounds it sounds like a lot? Was it hard to find camping with I, all the the millions of through hikers that were out there? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I there. <laughs> There were only two other people hiking the loop. I never actually oh, met them. There were other people out there. Wow, that's two, cool. Yeah, a couple. They fi- they finished at Wheeler Peak, I think. I didn't. I saw a lot of people on the CDT. Oh, okay. Like yeah. around Ghost Ranch. Yeah. And, but um, other than that, you know, it was there was a lot of solitude. I, I did see a lot of like ATVers here and there. You know, what, New what about uh, what about like you know. Um, petroglyphs or cliff dwellings or uh, any kind of like uh-huh. archaeological stuff was there anything like that along the way 
Yeah, well, the um, ancient Puebloan dwellings, Bandelier National Monument is along the way. Oh, cool. Um, that's that's one of, like, alternates, but I, I think it would be a better main route. It's well worth it. But there are a lot of people there, like... Can I ask you about resupply? So how, you know, what was your average days between resupply? What was the longest stretch between resupply? Assuming you're not on a There Harley. are short resupplies. Really? <laughs> how short is short? Uh, 70 miles. Oh. 70 miles? Yeah, there were eight, eight towns along the way. What, where, yeah, is, where did you encounter the best burger? Uh, Red River, which is kind of a touristy town, had some good food. What's it called? Red River. Red River. Red River. Uh, Red River. That, That's up in the Sangres, right? Red River. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, they had good food and beer. Chance, what is the craziest thing that happened to you while you were out there on the northern New Mexico loop? I'm talking oh, cray cray. Yeah, I'm it's talking gotta be like, crazy. I mean, you better bring it. Yeah. And if not, no, you better make I something mean, up. I yeah. What, what about when you uh, uh, smelled crap. that otter? What? <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> That was the first river otter I'd ever seen, but that wasn't the craziest thing. Okay. Uh, probably crossing the Rio both times because I couldn't touch the bottom, so I had to what? turn my pack into a floaty. Whoa. And let it swim across, basically. Yeah. Sweet. That sounds adventurous. You couldn't touch the bottom? Did it, Was it like chocolate milk, basically? Yeah. Chocolate yeah. milk. Yeah. That's whoa sounds so good. That's a little disconcerting. Yeah, yeah I would so be scared. Just, were I you? Know, s- I was. Yeah, you were scared. Was, so, um, were you so scared? I, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was shaking a little bit. Yeah, I, I mean, because I had never turned myself over to a river before. <laughs> <laughs> you had to kind of like put your trust. Did Did you assume like the uh, the, the like um, emergency position where you're like seating with your with your feet pointed downstream? <laughs> no, actually, I like I cradled my backpack. Did you cry? And I kind of just like pushed a lot. <laughs> yeah, while listening to Michael Bolton. Ooh, wait, you I had your makes me cry. Every wait, you time. had your earbuds in and were listening to your <laughs> audio on your device when you were <laughs> floating across the river. Were you the first person to actually through hike this thing, other than Brett Tucker? Um, Do you know? Yeah. Do you have the FKT, no. the Great Northern yeah. Mexico Loop? Do you have the FKT? I have the FKT. I, oh, God, we should have. Yes. I, I could have covered it in trail news. Yes. We can't go one show without talking yes. about FKTs. We have a FKT, FKT. on the trail show. Oh. Talk to us about your FKT experience. <laughs> Was it like everything that you dreamed of to be like? There must have been some points in time where you were just against the wall, hitting your head against the wall. And, and like, how did you... How did you deal with that mental challenge when you were shooting for the FKT? I just gotta know. It was nothing. It was easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I mean, what you're saying is if somebody I wants even, to get like, an FKT... I in towns and drank beer. <laughs> and you have the FKT! Oh, my I climbed God. Wheeler it's Peak. so amazing. What? How many beers did you have before you climbed Wheeler Peak? I had three. Nice. How many did you have at the top? <laughs> <laughs> also, three. <laughs> Uh, actually, actually I, I, I have a question because I, I mean, I feel like some of the people that we've interviewed for Trail of the Month, like I, I don't feel like I could ask them this question, but I, I feel like I can ask you this: Where was I'm the, an open book? Where was the best poop location on the entire trail that you took? 
Yeah, like poo the best location? the best poo with a view, if you will. And don't play coy. You've been asked oh, this man. question many yeah, I mean, times. Like, where was Chance. the best poop? Air- don't air- act surprised. Oh, f- I can't, you know I can't remember. What? Then there must not have been a memorable poop location. I don't have one. Oh, this next, is next question. Next I wanna, question. I want to ask you about. I know that we talked about this during the, when we interviewed I you before. So much. <laughs> Probably like, like every I day. Had, Probably like every day. I right? had Jardia. Yeah. Oh, uh, so oh I had Jardia. So like I pooped so much I can't remember. I drank. I had to drink out of the Rio. Uh, oh and I don't God. Two two of the water sources were dry, I and there was no water report for this route. Huh. There was no water report? No. Well, not until oh. she was done. Yeah, FKT. I guess so. No, I I just had the maps, you know? There's no, like, data book or guidebook or and water report or anything. How was, the, how was the route finding? I mean, I know 75, 85, 90% of it was on trail, but... <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I hear all of it. <laughs> well, a lot of it was dirt road, so that was easy. And then it was, you know, there's a lot of wide open spaces. Okay, so it wasn't too difficult. Um, I no, a, no, I don't think so. I have a Did, question about um, the trail situation. Are the trails that you did encounter in the mountainous regions, were they well-maintained? Well, f- yeah, especially like around Wheeler Peak and then yep. through the Pecos Wilderness. Um, I hear this I hear this CDT is in terrible like shape in New Mexico. Free Holy- <laughs> yeah, that was that was Teresa. nice. That was really nice. Teresa, are you listening? And well marked. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, nice. So, uh, other than the uh, the the little river otter, uh, what what wildlife did you encounter? Bear and elk every day. I tons of elk. Um, those smallish deer. What are those called? Antelope. Uh, pronghorn. Yeah. Oh, the pronghorns. Antelope. Those are antelope. cool. Where the deer and the antelope play. What? Coyotes. Oh, give me a fox. I saw the most wildlife on, on this route more than any other route I've ever done. That's pretty hmm. cool. That is actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I have another question for you. How were the people in New Mexico? Or were they friendly? Were they nice? Awesome. Were they welcoming? Awesome. Talk about that. Yeah, and every town I went to, people were really welcoming. Um, and a lot of, you know, I went through a lot of small towns, you know, so it's just locals. There was like maybe one or a couple touristy towns where it wasn't as friendly, like Angel, uh, wait, it was Angel Fire. Taos? Yeah, Angel, Angel Fire, Fire was a little, yeah, Taos. Well, you don't go through Taos. You can resupply there if you okay. want. And Red River was touristy. But in all the other towns, people helped me out in some way or wanted to. Yeah, so, I think that's just true in general of a woman who's by herself with a backpack on, too. So, so, so what was the, uh, what was, like, some cool trail magic that you got? Right before I saw that river otter, I got a beer from, I was walking through the campground there near the Wild River Scenic area. I got an IPA. It was a good one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. What um, IPA was it? Do, do you remember? PBR. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. Coors Light. <laughs> I... I'm down for, you know, Budweiser course. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask yeah. you real quick? You mentioned you mentioned earlier about going through the Jemez area and a caldera. I think, if I'm not mistaken, you probably went through the Valle Caldera area, which is a spot where yeah. P- POD and I actually did a trail run. I did a marathon, and POD did a half marathon. And this year, I don't know if you heard, but a lady was running that trail marathon right near Jemez at Valle's Caldera, and... She ran up at like mile 23, came up on a rise, and ran straight into a mama bear and two cubs and was proceedingly mauled. Did you happen to see any oh, bears shit. while you were on the loop? 
I, I did. I, I only saw one, and it was it was before the caldera. Okay. To this, yeah, like creek creek area with like volcanic tuff. But you weren't. It was beautiful, a beautiful bear. You weren't attacked or uh, followed or anything like that by large no, bears. I, I no, I listen to music generally when I hike alone and I sing out loud. So. Oh, to could, keep the bears away. W- would you would you humor us maybe with a, a line or two from one of your favorite songs from the Northern New Mexico Loop? <laughs> come on, come on, Chance, please. Yeah, we, let's, let's we, we're it. a very musical group here at the Trail Show. D'Lo in particular. Oh yeah, we're D'Lo, just... maybe maybe you could start start it off yeah, just to like give, break give the ice. Yeah. What was get... that? What was that Van Halen song? Panama. Or chance what we Okay, we got that part. Okay, Dilo, we're good. Come on, man. Chance, what do you like to listen to? Besides Michael Bolton. I don't mind you coming here. Wasting all my time. Time, time. Is that Gaga? When you're standing oh so dear. I can't, I can't lose, lose my, my mind. Lose my yeah. Mind. yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. I don't who was that? I thought it's it was the cars. The cars? Yeah. Yeah. Chance you're a cars fan. Hey, hey not a chance when we do our yeah, special like, uh, karaoke show, do you do you wanna come on? Yeah, karaoke is besides like I think it comes in second to the things I love in life. Oh wow. Karaoke. So will you uh, back my <laughs> Kickstarter for a backpacking karaoke machine? <laughs> I think it's called your phone. Absolutely. Hey, where Absolutely. is the, uh, where, where are you well, growing marijuana? Uh, Southern Oregon, just Southern outside Oregon. of Ashland. Sweet. Now, Oregon. Okay, cool. And I, I'm not growing it. No, I'm you're cultivating. a trim Yeah. A trim a trimmer. Oh, that's a Some, thing? So, When somebody came up with that one, they were so proud. <laughs> wow. A trimmer. Yeah. I, I like Hashtag it. Hashtag trimmigrant. Trimmigrants. Trimmigrant. You gotta watch out for them trimmigrant workers. Uh, before I ask you what kind of hikes you're planning for 2017, if folks want to get more <laughs> info about your your hike along the Northern New Mexico Loop, did you keep a blog? And if so, where can people find it? Yeah, I kept a little blog um, uh, as the trail turns dot wordpress dot com. I didn't. It's not like super detailed. So if you guys have questions, you can just email me on my blog. It's, there's a contact link and it has my email under that or you i also have some pictures on my instagram at I, not a chance hikes cool a chance hikes. and i highly recommend her instagram feed for those who haven't i, uh, I got i got one it. more question because there's some good videos special that involve like mayonnaise and then involve raw <laughs> eggs in the barn oh. you see that's yes. crazy. Especially, I have one more question. So, did you did you find any cool rocks or and or what was the most geologically interesting area around the caldera? There was a lot of like cool rock formations from the explosion. Hey, is there is there anything about the Northern New Mexico Loop that you wanted to mention that we haven't asked you about? I would like I would suggest taking some of the alternates because I think they're probably better than the main route at the moment. Um, but I don't, and Brett doesn't have maps on his website yet. So you'll have to email him about it. Okay. What did you use um, for maps? Like Cal Topo that he came up with. Nice. I cool. love Cal Topo. Yeah, and they have, they're, they're really good. They're really good maps. 
I, I want to give you this opportunity, and I haven't really done this with other folks we've interviewed for Trail of the Month, but you're you're a special one, Chance. And uh, <laughs> is there any? I, I just want to give you. Uh, yep. I just want to. <laughs> I want to give you a, a you know thirty sixty seconds, whatever you want. Tell the world anything that you're dying to tell them. This is this is your platform. This is an open opportunity. You know, we get like 10 million listeners every second. So this is your chance, chance to just tell the world the Whoa. message of chance. So, Preach. so, so you just, just, just go with it. Whatever you, whatever you want to like say speak from the heart, man. Yeah. Just preach. We're all ears. Or whatever, whatever part's most vocal. I want everyone to take things more lightheartedly and don't be so serious and it's not all about you. <laughs> yes. And also, Instagram Instagram isn't real. People stage that shit. Yes. Oh, and I'm single, so you guys <laughs> yeah. can do a win a date with Chance. Oh! oh I was actually Disco and I have already talked about this. I told Disco that I wanted to do this at some point. We're going to do it, Sweet. Chance. For our Oregon listeners. Wh- where are you going to take yeah, the, uh, the date winner? <laughs> they're going to have to hike some insane route with me this to win over my Oh, they could do love. the marijuana farm traverse route that we've been hearing so much about in Southern Oregon and <laughs> Northern California. Yeah, this, the marijuana the beer, traverse route. The, yeah. the rock salt shotgun trail. The beer trail. Yeah, the beer trail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Chance, we're going we're gonna, to, I'll tell you what, we'll talk with you after the show's over. We're going to get this win a date with Chance thing set up here in the yes. very near future. And we're going we're gonna to blow this thing up. This thing is going to go worldwide. We it's are going go to so make viral. sure, we are going to make sure that Pepper does not win. No, we've, Pepper's done, man. <laughs> Pepper he's, cannot he's, enter the contest because he has been a previous um, prize. He's been a previous prize, so he cannot enter Damn this it. contest. Yeah, sorry yeah, about that. No, yeah. <gasps> Buck 30 is also... Not on the table. Not on the table. Yep, he has also been uh, one of our previous offerings. Has he? Uh, maybe not, but I think he should be. So no, he, Are, he's are ladies allowed to, uh, to uh, go for this one as well? It's, it's equal opportunity, or it's it's up to chance. It's up to chance, dudes. Um, I've never been with a woman, but sure. <laughs> Why not? But but would you, would you prefer that we we actually try to win you I a mean, date with a dude? Yeah, and preferably like an, maybe you know like twenty eight to forty age range. You know. Okay, and does he have to so be an outdoorsman? Yeah, I would okay. say so. I think he I, and yeah. and would you like us to uh, to rig the uh, rig the results? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> Can we do that? Yeah, to make yeah, it more sure. interesting. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll make up the <laughs> rules. Look, we got to let Chance get yeah, back yeah, to don't. work, and and we got to get back to the show. But thank you so much for talking to us about the Northern New Mexico Loop. We'll get with you uh, in the near future about the win a date with Chance contest and details to come. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you very much, Chance. We appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to hear from you guys. Thanks for having me again. Thanks for being on. Thanks for being at your computer, ready to be Skyped. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'm going to go back to... Michael Bolton. Trimming and listening to cheesy music. Sweet. Cool. All right, Chance. We'll catch you later. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Bye. Bye.
Say yeah, hi. Bye. And there she goes, ladies and gentlemen. Not a chance. I'm so stoked that we finally got her on the show. That girl gets out and gets after it. She hikes a lot. Oh, we didn't get a chance to ask her what she's doing in 2017. We didn't. We'll no. just, you know what? We'll Maybe save it. We'll save it for the contest. Yep, exactly. We'll save it for the contest. I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, wh- what, whoever the lucky winner is gets to go with her on one of the seven, 2017 hikes. That's right. Hey, I've got some audio from our embedded reporter. Oh, all right. Out of order. Here he is, I ladies love this and gentlemen. Guy. Most recently in Germany, last we heard. Uh, we'll have to see where he's calling in from today. I hope he had a, a good Thanksgiving wherever he was. Maybe, maybe he caught a wild turkey. Hey, all tra- right. hey, trail show. Here's out of order. Hey, trail show. What's up? This is out of order. Checking in from the middle, I guess, middle, somewhere near Frankfurt. Wherever that is in Germany. Is that the middle? I don't know. Wherever it is, that's where I'm at. Yeah, the last month. Oh, the last month. It's been it's been something, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> spent a lot of time thinking about uh, post-apocalyptic worlds for some reason. And, uh, <laughs> I think actually what a hikers are pretty well situated. In a post-apocalyptic world, you know, we uh, know how to build shelters. I mean, not really. We just know how to put up tents, but, you know, whatever. (laughs) And uh, I'm used to going without showers for extended periods of time. So, yeah, I mean, I think that's good. I think, you know, really you could see someone like Donna Softly rising up as like a warlord in the Mojave Desert. (laughs) (laughs) Easily, Easily. I'd follow her. So I would too. all hail yeah, Donna. Get ready. Um, anyway, Germany has been pretty cool. Uh, lots of little villages and towns pass through. A lot of history that I'm Ugh. sure POD would love. Actually, <laughs> I haven't really been so great at learning the history, uh, but I have started to get into castle country. That's mm. pretty cool. I, I must say, castles are pretty neat. I haven't seen any princesses yet, so. My childhood playing Super Mario Brothers has been wasted so far, but I'm always hopeful that she'll be in the next castle. And at least there's bakeries. I mean, every small town has a bakery, so that's Mm -hmm. been great. It has started to snow. I mean, it hasn't snowed today or yesterday, but about two weeks ago, I got first big snow. And just a nice little reminder that winter's coming and the Alps are still ahead of me, which I probably will not be able to cross and I'll probably have to stay north of them and just kind of skirt around them. But, you know, we'll see when I get closer. I haven't, I'm sorry to report, gotten to try as much German beer as I really should. No! I, you know, I look like a crazy person, so I feel a little self-conscious drinking a bunch of beer. Um, also, you know, drinking alone is just not, it's not the same. It's not as much fun. Out of order, we're um, always I with did get spirit. a bottle of wine from the mayor of the German town of Nassau. Who, well, that's uh, pretty cool. started talking to me, and then he's like, oh, we come take a picture with me, and gave me this bottle of wine produced there. So now I have a bottle of wine. I don't have a bottle opener, so <laughs> I'm just carrying a bottle of wine. <laughs> Maybe when he but, gets to uh, France. Anyway, things are good. I'll keep heading south. Hope... Uh, Hopefully, the, I'll check in next month if the world still exists. And uh, big shout out to Bobby Walters, man. I would be your BFF too. All right, <laughs> <laughs> guys, take care and uh, keep fighting the good fight. Bye. 
I bet he could use a tent. Whoa. Whoa, whoa. Wow. I bet he could use a tent stake to open that bottle of wine. I, I bet, bet he, he could. could, man. Yeah, dude. That's like trail tip of the month. We're going to have a, a little treat. That is that. a trail tip of the month. Hold on to it. <laughs> Save it for when okay. we come back from break. We're going to have trail tip. We're going to have trips in the past month. We're going to have mailbag. And we're going to have a little something extra from Out of Order. So stay tuned. This is Area Zoner, and I never listen to the Trail Show. Thank you, Zoner. And it is time once again for iTunes Top 5. Actually, I don't want to do iTunes Top 5 this month. What are you talking about? I I love iTunes Top 5. I think think we need to bring back Trail Line. What? Oh. Oh, Are you going to call Tom Brokaw again? No, no, no. no. So there's there's been an election since... Today and and the last show and I think we need to give him a call. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, God. I, I you're think, probably right. You know what I think? I think you're wrong. I think we well, need to to go ahead and give him a I call. Should right. Probably acknowledge it. You know, wish him congrats. Yeah, I mean, let's not be. Tell him we got Jill Stein on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has been a huge trail show supporter, so. Wait a minute. What just happened? Coming. Oh my gosh, it's unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, we thought we were calling one person, and instead we got another. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to introduce former Chicago Cubs baseball announcer, Harry Carey. Harry, how are you doing? Hey, hey, Trail Show. Great to be here. Great, great to be here. Hey, how about them Cubs? <laughs> Harry, Carrie, um, Junaid doesn't know I, who hey, you are. Hey, yeah, neither does D-Lo. I'm really confused. <laughs> what? You guys it, don't like... No. It, it's former baseball announcer from the Chicago Cubs. Your world champions, Harry Carey. I'm back from the afterlife. And he, hey, you guys do that trail beer of the month, right? Right. That's right. Do you happen to have an ice cold Budweiser? <laughs> oh, sh- um, fresh out. Surely you have a Budweiser in there. That's not the kind of beer that we drink here, Mr. Hey, Harry Carey. Hey, Mags. Is Mags there? Hey, Mags. No, Mags is not here. Yeah, hey. He, I'm sorry, he's not. What? <laughs> Wait, I, how about those cubs? They said they'd never do it. There was the curse of the goat. We we tricked them all. I don't know. I think when the uh, Cubs won, they upset the balance of the universe. And I'm hey, I got a question for special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Hey, special. Yeah, if you were a hot dog, would you put ketchup and mustard on yourself and eat yourself? It's a simple question, special. Sure, why not? I mean, as long as it was some good mustard. Guys, hey. guys, what does Harry Carey have to do with hiking? Hey. I, I'm not sure. What I've does he walked, have to do with sure. hiking? I've walked many trails to get from the booth box to where I can pick up an ice-cold Budweiser. 
<laughs> this has nothing to do with hiking, guys. Hey. I, what, what, I thought we were going to call Mr. Trump. Is Why that, are we talking to Harry Carey? Is What's that, the deal? Is that Mike talking? Mike, I got a question for you. Sure. What is it, man? Hey, what's your favorite planet? <laughs> Mine's the sun. I like Pluto. I like Pluto. Hey. Oh, but Pluto's not a planet. Harry, what am I Kay. supposed to do when Pluto's hey, not a, a planet? Harry. Okay. Harry. Kay. Pluto's not a planet. Me out to the crowd. <laughs> Buy me it, some Bila. peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I don't care if I ever get back. Hey, it's root, root, root for the Cubbies. If they don't win, it's a shame. Hey, Cubs win. Cubs win. I think we need to hang up on this guy. Wow, unbelievable. Uh. I, had, I had no idea. And there he goes, ladies and gentlemen. I had no idea. We were actually going to have unbelievable. Hey, who was that guy? Chicago Cubs announcer Harry Carey back from the day. He's been dead 15 years. The unbelievable. So the only thing keeping, Incredible. The only thing keeping D'Lo in his chair right now <laughs> is that he once again has wrapped his headphones too many times around his <laughs> and I mic can't really stand move. Well, we, move. Also, we also installed that seat belt, too, just to really so he doesn't move. fall, Otherwise I just fall out of his chair. All right. Did anybody go hiking this month? Nope. Me neither. I did. Okay, <laughs> P.O.D., let's start with you. I went hiking on a Wednesday. Uh, it was a Wednesday. On a Tuesday. I don't remember Many the date. Ways, like all I other think Wednesdays. it was November 10th. Where did you go hiking? El Dorado Canyon. How was it? It was good. Where did you go hiking? In I don't know. It was a Canyon? trail. I just went for a day hike while Disco had a meeting. Did you go up the uh, trail that we go up to do no. the bushwhack? It was dry. No, no, she went the opposite side. It was of the a canyon. very, very dry tears, except tri- trail, except for the tears coming from my eyeballs. <laughs> the, so you hiked the trail of tears. I <laughs> that's, did. That's so messed up. <laughs> it, it's the trail leading up from the visitor center that goes on the south facing yep. side of the canyon. Okay. That goes. That heads west. It was yeah good. towards Walker Ranch. It was yeah. a nice little hike. Yeah, I did some nice shouting thing. and some crying, mm-hmm. and came back down feeling a little bit better. No, right. no, it was on a Wednesday. Oh, was it? Yeah. D'Lo, you, you posted Wednesday, here you that you did a trip. Uh, D'Lo's Wednesdays after Tuesdays? Brick cutting. Yes, I've been cutting a lot of bricks. Can you speak to that? Oh, uh, yes. I Bricks I, of cocaine? Ow. No, real real bricks. Oh. Real bricks. Uh, I um I had a walkway removed from the front of my house. I paid some, some young Latino gentlemen to come and smash up my front and walkway. And then did they build a wall for you? <clears throat> no, they didn't. I had already built the wall. Oh. Uh, that was the thing that I built at the end of the summer. I built the wall. And these young Latino gentlemen and their, their boss, they came and they just jackhammered out my front walkway. And then I kind of looked at it and said, oh, shit. I just had these dudes come in here and paid $900 to remove my front walkway. What next? So I built a brick pathway. Now, let me ask you a question mm, about yeah. this. Yeah. Is them being Latino crucial to the story? Uh, kind of, because it was just like young Latino dudes. They were well-dressed. Well-dressed, especially for like sledgehammer or jackhammer. If they out. had been white dudes, would you have said some young Caucasian guys came? I might have. I don't believe mm. that, D'Lo. Yeah, I'm not sure I do either. If they were yeah, Filipino, man. if they were Filipino, I might have said I know you would have said Filipino. Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the question. Well, I mean, to be fair, Filipino, Filipino is a fun word to say. It's yeah. true. So but is Latino. White, not all that fun. Yeah, Latino? You're right about that. You're right about that. White? Not that fun. Boy, yeah. I ain't right. <laughs> Some white guys came and smashed up my front walkway. But then, well, but if white guys come and smash up your front walkway, you usually need to like report a crime or something, though. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point, man. Right. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I I 
reinstalled a new pathway made out of bricks. And I cut a lot of bricks. Disco, you'll like this, with an angle grinder. Ooh, Ooh. one of my favorite. Fantastic tool, man. And I didn't lose any fingers yeah. while I was chopping bricks in half. What about toes? No to- uh, I did actually uh, tamp one of my toes. Ooh. And uh, here, maybe we should take a picture of this. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. did you lose a toenail? Oh, no. I, I didn't lose this. a toenail. Ladies and gentlemen, can we take a picture of this? I think Dude, oh, that's that a black is, toenail. That ain't nothing. I know, but it's black. How, how Look at my toenail. Did you do that? I did that about a month ago. I tamped it. There was children running around in my yard. I was tamping down road base with a 40-pound piece of iron. A San I, Angelo bar? No, it wasn't a San Angelo bar. It was a tamper. Eight well, by, unfortunately, eight it looks like inches. you're going to keep that nail. Yeah, I'm gonna keep, I kind of was hoping it would fall off, but it's really kind of... No, but it'll annoying. take like six months to grow that thing yeah. out. Yeah, do you guys want to take a picture for Dude, our Facebook cool. feed? Here, yeah, hold on a second. Uh, yeah. take a photo. You got a photo? I, I'll just mention, while, while Special's getting that photo, I did some hiking in El Dorado <laughs> Canyon State Park. Hold, hold on, let me get the beer in the frame here. Off trail over the last month. And I actually did some hiking in the world-renowned Calpins National Battlefield wow. in Calpins, South Carolina. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay. Very, Tell us more. Very close to Gaffney, South Carolina. You know, back in Gaffney, we say we have our own brand of diplomacy. You shake with the right hand and hold a brick in your left. Oh, and I huh. can cut bricks huh. now because I have an angle grinder. That's right. Which is an amazing tool, by the way. Special? Have you done any trips? Uh, I took some trips all over the internet. Ooh. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't really do. Uh, honestly, this last month has been um, consumed by looking for works and for and by like my three D printer that I just got up and running. I've so, seen some yeah. posts. I've yeah. seen some posts about the printer. But can we ask? Can we? Are, are you comfortable with talking about your search for work on uh, on the show, or should we should we move on? Yeah, actually, no. Uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. So, I, so uh, what happened, man? You used to work at the restaurant. Now you I don't. was working at the restaurant, and I was good at about eighty percent of my job. Okay. Uh, there was about twenty percent of my job I apparently wasn't very good at. <laughs> okay. And, I, and that was kind of a crucial twenty percent uh, because I was having a hard time getting you know staff in the door and stuff like that. So you know, hmm. there's definitely it's a uh, I, I, I got to take my ownership in the parts of the job that I wasn't very good at and uh, yeah. hopefully carry those lessons forward into whatever my next position will be. Currently, uh, I'm, I'm actually looking to re-enter the geology and environmental Ooh. consulting field, uh, which is actually where my educational background and some of my previous employment you know, comes from. Right. Uh, and uh, since I'd moved to Colorado, I'd been sort of hanging out in the service hospitality industry and uh, after yeah. this last bit as a restaurant manager i was kind of like so ah, special I I maybe done with that special yes you want to yes. get into some hydraulic fracturing is that the case uh not so much no i'm looking at more the uh consulting end of things why don't you want to get into hydraulic fracturing because it's <laughs> retarded why do you say that <laughs> i hear it's no, pretty safe uh, nowadays no offense to retards <laughs> I hear it's pretty safe nowadays. They can kind of crack wow. the methane that comes out of the wells. They can use non-toxic substances to fracture He's the baiting rocks. you, Special. Don't take the bait. Why is it f***ing retarded? Um, so, I, actually, let's just sidestep the entire argument. Did you know that there are actually municipalities that have been signing uh, power supply contracts, long-term power supply contracts, with solar companies because they're outperforming coal? Really? Coal. Yeah, they've reached price parity. Um, what one thing? So, for for those of you who don't don't know, I I'm into hiking, but I'm also into like technology, and I'm a huge nerd. Oh, uh, I didn't and, know this. and I'm like a real big fan of Tesla, the company Tesla that makes those sure. really sexy electric cars. Um, 
They recently came out with these roof tiles that are solar electric roof tiles that look just like like Solar City. Four different styles of them. Yeah, they just acquired or merged with Solar City or yep. acquired them. So they they now have solar cars, solar batteries for your house that you can tie into your your grid or in, into your uh, solar panels. But now they have these really awesome solar panels that look like roof t- roof materials. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. So I'm totally. Well, how soon before we can make a hiking shoe that's actually covered in solar panels that will actually do the hiking for you as Ooh. long as there's sun? It, you you just sort of. I don't know. Well, I've got, I've got another Kickstarter that maybe you'll be interested in uh, creating my nanobot um, hiking equipment. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of nanobots that assemble into whatever form you want them to. Kind of like uh, GoBots? I mean, you know, sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't have any patents or real ideas beyond just that. So, um, I want to add one more thing to the trip section. We okay. did just take a beercation to Michigan oh. where Frito, Roll Tide Garcia, put the hurt on Disco. Twice. A couple of different Not nights. once, but twice. You know, Frito... The man drinks nothing but 15% yeah, ABV <laughs> bourbon barrel-aged imperial stouts. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's why I got that random message from you? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was he, wondering about he that. Is, uh, he's, he's a seasoned, well-seasoned man. Uh-huh. And uh, you got to really be careful. We'll be bringing some of those to next month's show, I Ooh, think. Ooh, okay. Yes. So... St- Stay tuned. Yeah. Awesome. He, he sent us back with some stuff. We've, we, we're kind of uh, doing pretty well in the beer department at the moment. Yeah, we are. But, you we're, know, if you do flush. have beer donations, be sure to send them through Amazon Drone. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Drone deliveries of beer, always accepted. And also, you can send them to Delos House as long as there's extra styrofoam peanuts in extra packages. Yeah, in because fact, I, I'm yeah. running low on styrofoam peanuts, and I've been using them extensively in my landscaping projects this fall. We, we actually, the box that Frito gave us to bring our stuff home in, the yeah. beer, it was filled with packaging materials. And oh, I said, right. oh, it didn't fit. I filled a whole garbage bag. And he was like, oh, I was sending that specially just for Delo. <laughs> so so uh, <laughs> speaking, uh, and we're totally not even talking about trips at this point. But I, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Homework sent all of this beer to us for, uh, for this month's show. And, and we've been drinking it. It's delicious. Thank you, Homework. Yes. But, he, but he, when he sent the package, I opened it. And there was like... He had used uh, like ultra torn up ultra boxes, and there was like a a re- when, you know those really thin mm. body like torso length ultralight yeah, sleeping pads that are ones. like not yeah. even good for sitting on, but you yeah. know people use them. He there was like one of those in there that was like totally beat up to hell, and like half of a car camping sleeping bag or something that had been like <laughs> wow. So he reused packing materials. Like, oh, it was wow. crazy. There was like there. It was yeah. one of the most entertainingly packed boxes I think I have. Shout ever out opened. to Homer for yes. reusing whole household yeah. materials Thank you that for the were beer. already in existence to package his it, beer. Which was sent by drone, by the way. Sent by drone. Yeah, what are we drinking right now? We this just is cracked good. the Sasquatch Double IPA What's from Six up? Rivers Brewery out I, of... I uh, need the Sasquatch. D-Lo, D-Lo's dying to get... This is, I need the Squatch. This is delish. I got to tell you, though, the ABV is is rather large. Oh, um, it's perfect. about 9%. I don't know what the IBUs are. It's unclear. I, it's it's quite unclear. Can you uh, read? 99 IBUs, Can D-Lo. Wow, man. I'm surprised I still have the enamel on my teeth. Can you read Six. something from the label? <laughs> <laughs> Can you read something from you know, the label? No, I think we should use this as a segue into our uh, mailbag uh, since this, he sent us a card. That's it, actually a great idea. 
Our fresh ingredients make the tastiest beers. Remember Six Rivers Brewery, the brew with a view. So it's a Sasquatch double IPA. Do you suppose they use like real Sasquatch in there? And if so, like how do they maintain a good supply of that? I hear they're kind of elusive. (laughs) And just got another right people, I guess. Will you pass that card over, Barry? Yeah. Now, now, wait a minute. Before we do mailbag, let's do trail tip. Okay. Okay. Now, we were about to do trail tip earlier. But I cut someone off, so let's do that trail tip now. What was the trail tip? It is to use a tent stake to open your bottle of wine. And if you are not listening right now, um, uh, um, what is that <laughs> out of order, dude's out of name? Order. Out of order. Out of order. If you are not listening right now, you need to tune in really quick because this trail tip is for you. Disco, hit the music. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> This trail tip will tell you how to open a corked bottle of wine with a tent stake. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Here is what you do. You have to be very careful because you do not want to shatter your glass bottle of wine because then you can't drink it and all bets are off. So what you do is you take a tent stake and you sharpen it. That's right. It's not just sharp enough as is. You have to whittle it down till it's a very fine point. Hmm. Almost to the With width. a metal grinder? Yeah, it's right, ladies and gentlemen. Or a rock or your teeth, whatever it is that you have. <laughs> you have to make the tip of your tent stake so sharp that you can so puncture sharp. that glass. No, that you can puncture <laughs> the cork without fracturing the grass. We were talking about the hydraulic grass. fracturing earlier, but we're not talking about fracturing the glass because that would break your bottle of wine. So what we need to do is take your tent stake, puncture the cork, but keep the hooked end up. Okay. End? Because uh, okay. once the hooked end is up, you're going to use that as a lever to wiggle your cork out of your bottle of wine. Oh, no, that's not what I would do. I'd just push the cork in. Yeah, exactly. Just push the that's cork crazy. in. I would pull it out, but she would push it in. We're on different ends of the spectrum here, but it's all the same because you could just drink the bottle of wine once you dislodge the cork. Ladies and gentlemen, the trail tip of the month is to use a dead steak to open your bottle of wine. The, al- the alternate one is to just push it through. And that was trail tip, ladies and gentlemen. Ah! Whittle your steak ah! with your teeth. Ah! <laughs> right there. Yeah, 1532. All right, All right, so it's mailbag. Mailbag, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to start with the uh, this cool card that has a, a walking backpack on the front, some backpack with shoes, um, that he sent us with the beer. It says, hey, trail show. This is from Homework. This, yeah. I wanted to thank you for tackling some tough conversations on your last few episodes. I appreciate you all, and here's some beer to show it. I found these on my way out of Yosemite in a grocery store. Whittled Spoon and stickers are in there, too. Much love from Humboldt. Homework. And then he's drawn a picture of a diaper hiker here. It's a hiker that wears just a giant diaper and a hat. And he is throwing a pair of blue jeans on the campfire. And his conversation bubble says, that should do it. And we'll get to the blue jeans thing in another letter in the mailbag. Correct? Yes. I have some more mail. Okay. What do we have? Um... Trey Color from Facebook wrote, I almost took a video slash audio clip to share with the trail show family as our neighbor camping down the trail whacked away at logs for his fire all night last night. (laughs) Pretty sure he packed in a hatchet at least four miles. I told him he should have just burned his jeans. He should have brought a San Angelo bar. Also, uh, Deanna from PayPal said, hey, trail show, just started listening to the podcast last month as I drive around San Diego County and I love it. 
please send me some Blood Orange Channel stickers. She made a donation. So Blood Orange. Um, also, you should do more segments on the flora and fauna of the trail. I love the tarantula wasp segment. Oh, oh the yeah. tarantula hawk. Of maybe, course. Maybe we should yes. have uh, like insect of the month or something. Oh, yeah. that'd be a fantastic. We got a lot of segment. feedback on that segment, yeah. by the way. Apparently, the the kids loved it. Cool. Also from email, I uh, just finished the latest episode, and Snorkel's comment about not wanting to make the lowest to highest route more popular struck a nerve. In 2015, during a very long section hike of the CDT, I hiked a route based on Tapon's Teton. Francois Tapon. Is that how you say it? Tapons? I think it's Francis Tapone. Tapone. I could be totally Tapone. wrong. I like, I like Delo's pronunciation better. Tapone Teton alternate. It was, all, it was an awesome route through Yellowstone, Teton National Park, the little-known Grove Venture. Francois Tapon. It's pronounced Grovant. Grovant. Range. Francois Tapon. And into the winds, but all I had to go on was Tapon. Vague description. I spent Francois weeks Tapon. and weeks over the previous winter researching and mapping my route. I initially shared everything but have since removed it all. <gasps> While I doubt this obscure alternate to the CDT will become popular, I think part of the fun is making up your own hike. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to learn by doing the research and figuring it out rather than just following someone else's or more likely many others' footsteps. And that's from HikerBox Special. I, I got to say, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, there's, there's so much wilderness area in this country. Like, you don't yeah. have to stick to the trails, you know? I mean, like, once you... If you're comfortable with compass and map and, like, you know how to navigate, man, there's so many options out there. Endless. endless yeah, options. especially if you don't mind taking three times as long to hike the same distance. You know? right. Totally. Yeah. yeah. What are you out there for, anyway? Maybe um, seven times, actually. You know? Here's a <laughs> note from uh, this. Uh, I think this is from an email. No trail named Tony. No trail named Tony Macaroni. Oh. Writes, <laughs> oh. Now that I've had almost a day to digest the election results, of which I am disappointed, I have to bring up a hopefully unintended consequence of the show's popularity. As we have seen with trails promoted on your show in the past, the season following having been featured on TTS, a previously unknown trail seems sees an influx of hikers by the tens. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's that trail show bump. You a know. route that was used to be 20 to 30 now has upwards of 50. You're providing a great service by highlighting these trails, but your show's popularity and global reach are bringing both experienced hikers and German tourists and their own and their new blue jeans to the trail. Would he have said German if they weren't German tourists? I don't know. No. I hope that in the future you will reflect on this as a valuable lesson. With great power and fame comes great responsibility. Let's make America hike again. Get on the trail. Fantastic, Tony Mac. Is, is that Maha? You know, I'm wondering if maybe if, if Tony was out there somewhere and he happened to find the trails a bit crowded. <laughs> <laughs> nothing? Oh no? D'Lo, nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, you need a Ludens? Too much stout beer over there. Give that man a cough drop, ladies That's all day. I have for mail at. Do you want me to do the donors? Yeah, who did? Did we have some donors? Yeah, we've got our, our every month. Uh, just like my aunt Flo. Who would that be? Uh, Let's do this. Bernard Wolf. Bernie Wolf. Bernie. Russ, Russ Kinder. Get Russ Kinder. Craig Gully. What a guy. What yep. a guy. Almost Chris like a valley. Smith. Gringo. Chris Smith. That guy's madness. Madness. The Bobby Walters. The oh, Bobby Walters. Joshua Bowden. Bowden. No, Bowden. Bowden. Sorry, Bowden. Bowden. Right. Bowden. 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 Bowden.
David Biddy. Biddy. Oh. Justin Quality Knowles. Quality. Oh. What are you Knowles? Jason <laughs> Lurch Not Church Caldwell. Church. <laughs> Lurch no. Not Church. No, sorry. Man. I skipped a line. Jason Lurch Not Church. Dean. Ingrid Church. Ger- Ingrid Gerard. Gerard. Vermont. Gerard. Samuel Emery. Emery Boy. Hey, Emery. Emery Boy. Rudy from North Cascades Hiker Podcast. Hey! North Cascades Hiker Podcast.com. <laughs> Say it 17 times fast. Yeah, so he, Rudy? Yeah, he has his own podcast and he, he does interviews about different trails. I actually listened to an episode. He just did the L2H as well with oh, Drop cool. and Roll. Oh, forget oh, about cool. it. It's done. The L2H so is wait, blowing up, man. Is like a, a link. It, so is North Cascade Hiker Podcast.com like a competitor? Um, I think we're we all like, in this I, thing let, together, we like man. Accept donations. Let's say that the, we're collaborate. We're, okay. Yeah, we're all in this heard, together. I heard right, that right. Cheryl Strait is going to write a book about the L2H next year. Jeffrey Caldwell. <laughs> I, she's got a whole series planned, actually. By the way, have you finished that uh, Wild by Cheryl Strait? No, I haven't. Still working on it. He okay. burned it with yeah. his jeans. Okay, <laughs> Jeffrey, Jeffrey Caldwell. Uh, Buddy Sussums. Buddy. Hey, buddy. All right. And William Bro Brockob. Bro Bra. Bro. Can you please turn off God. that? So Dude, why? So we're going to apologize to our trail show listeners. Uh, Disco's still figuring out how this iPad yeah, works. Let me just tell these people in our group to stop messaging because I know who it is. Any one offs this Yes, month? we have some one offs. Uh, we have <laughs> Deanna Nelson. Nelson. We D. Have we have Brian Marquis. Marquis. And, of course. You got you to gotta roll the Q on that one, dude, not the R. Oh, Mark. You, you, how do you roll a Q? <laughs> uh, can you roll a Q? Not really. You can roll the E. <laughs> e-, 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 e. S- sorry, Brian. Sorry. Mark. Pr- pre- appreciate the nation. So, so, sorry about that. <laughs> homework gave us beer. Homework. Thank you so goodies. much, homework. These were, these were really fantastic. We're all going to have to arm wrestle, maybe, for who gets the spoon. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use it. I um, want to be big spoon. To dig cat holes in decomposed <laughs> granite. Okay. Yeah. That's it for uh, donors, I think. Yeah. Anything else we need to mention in the mailbag segment? We hit our donors. We hit our mailbag. We hit... Did we have any bad Bologna? No. Oh, really? None? No. 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 None oh, that's month, too huh? bad. That's okay. fun sometimes. Well, what did we review this month for Trail Media? We reviewed. Oh God, this was great! A predictably lost, out of order video. Uh, so apparently, our buddy Seduction. out of order makes YouTube videos as he hikes along in in Europe. And you know, I thought about taking an audio clip from this specific video, but it just wouldn't do it justice. No, you, you need, need to, need to watch, watch it. it. You need to. And what was the name of the animal? Um, it was a reindeer. It's a reindeer. Something oh, Jones. Theodore Jones. Oh, Theodore Jones. Yeah. So you need to watch this video. We'll post a link on our social medias, and you need to see who Theodore Jones and, is. And I, and I have a question for Out of Order. Uh, maybe you know during your next update, you can you can let us know w- how he got the name Theodore Jones. Yes, it wasn't really addressed in the video. Good point. So basically, know? Out of Order is like he was in Norway, right? Yeah, he was yeah. in Norway. And, um, there's a reindeer that just starts following him for 10 miles. And not like following at a distance. No, I mean, it's right? like, like up on like, him. Like a dog. And yeah. multiple days. No, he, just two. No, he overnighted. So yeah. he did so overnight, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it follows him and he's got tons of video. And the music he chose for that video is really good. Oh, it was too. great. The whole, the whole video is, is hilarious. When I watched it, I actually immediately watched it again because yeah. it was that funny. Like and out of order the entire time is just like talking to this reindeer and like, <laughs> and and the reindeer gets 
I, I don't want to spoil too much, no, but the reindeer spoil. has like preferences. Yes. Okay. And ladies and, like, and gentlemen. It is, it's kind of funny. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what out of order looks like, because I did not before I watched this video, this is a great opportunity to see who this gentleman yes. really yeah, is connect, who's been calling into the, the trail show I for was a couple totally, months He's he so the, clean cut. I He's not like what I was expecting. Cut. I expected a man with like a single long, you know, maybe like three inch in diameter dreadlock. <laughs> I figured uh, he just had his dreadlock down to his, as his clothes. Yeah, you know, you know mean, like, like when I hear out of order, he's like, hey, trail show. And I'm like, wow. I was expecting yeah. him to look out like order, Zoner. He looks really sober. He looks really clean cut. I'm, it's very surprising. Very surprising. We, I love that guy. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey out of order, when you get back to the States, drop by Colorado. Let's go for a hike. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, come on the show, yeah, man. Yeah, come on the yeah, show, man. We'll hang out. So, yeah, we'll Great. post the link, but it, the video is really great. Especially, you got to listen all the way to the end because the very last thing he says is hilarious. All the way, right people. The it's five and a half minutes. I bet you can handle but it. Yeah. Out of and Order it, has multiple segments oh, yeah. out there. He's got like 15 segments. Yeah, and so more. on his website at predictablylost.com, is that what it is? Yeah, sure. Um, I just went there the other day with uh, one of the noodle heads because I hadn't actually visited it this was a few, several weeks back. But anyway, he has tons of blog posts, which are really cool and interesting. And he makes these videos. That are surprisingly well-produced. Oh, they're yeah. They're really well-produced. Very well done. Super yeah. good. And um, they're a mix of all kinds of different things, you know? They're Absolutely. So yeah. These videos are much better than that I hike uh, author. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those <laughs> documentary. Those videos was, suck, man. man. That documentary <laughs> DVD guy. Yeah, uh, he, I those, his name. Yeah, I think that guy sent me suck. a DVD one time, and he was like, give me a donation. Yeah, right? What a jerk. He was like asking for a hundred bucks a DVD or something uh, ridiculous. It was nuts. It was nuts. It was I, I sent him some fish. Anyway. <laughs> some gefilte fish. All right. When we get back from break, we're going to have Mike DiLorenzo's Ask a Hiker. Yeah. All right. Ah! The trail show will be back. Panama. Be right back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Panama. 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 The Trail Show. Less gear, more beer. Ah! So, <laughs> D-Lo's asleep, guys, so I'm going to... Don't tell him, but I'm just going to read this Okay, go for quick. it. We, uh, currently, we just opened the Damsel in Distress. It's got sort of like a fun, old-timey cartoon with like a private eye kind of guy in there. This is a German uh, Rogan beer uh, aged in rum barrels. And by the way, that's from Perrin Brewing. That's one of the Michigan beers that was sent by... Yeah, and, and we're gonna shovel. we're gonna feature them next month, but we, yeah. but we had to crack one today. This is like a sneak preview. That's sneak right. preview, Dila, wake uh, up, man! Preparing. You're not gonna want to miss it. Shh, don't tell them. We can drink this one all ourselves. Uh, out of all the breweries <laughs> in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. She is mysterious and exotic, with hints of European lineage, including a rich, regal malt backbone, complex mild caramel, and toasted bread notes. Fruity esters on the nose hinted of playfulness and fermentation among the multiple <coughs> yeast strains being produced. Teases of coconut and spicy Jamaican rum from the time spent barrel aging told me she had a dark, mischievous side. She was trouble, and I knew it, but she was playing the, dis- the damsel, and I'm a sucker for playing the hero. So I fell for it. 
hook oh, guys. line and am sinker. I, I, Poor Dilo some beer. Hey, It'll Dilo, help welcome him back. Up. We got oh, some uh, down someone distressed here for you. It's from Perrin Brewing, Yeah, it's man. all right, man. We tossed a couple of uh, chocolate espresso uh, beans down Can here. I get another two ounces of some 10% beer? Yeah, here you go. Just to wake up. All right, it's up, time know? for Ask a Hiker. <laughs> the year 2000. Dilo doesn't have to be awake for this segment. Ask a Hiker. All right, Dilo. Take it away. I have two questions tonight on Ask a Hiker. Uh, question number one uh, Dear Trail Show I'm a hiker's mom I don't listen to the trail show I've tried But I just kind of find that it doesn't appeal to me <laughs> I mean, you read the I iTunes understand. top five every month Bad baloney Some dude talks like Bill Cosby And the president-elect has been calling you for over a year Anyway I do appreciate the Ask a Hiker questions you answer I find that those are super valuable And my son is, of course, a huge fan so I promise to listen to the next episode in its entirety if you allow me to ask a, ask a hiker question. So here goes. As mother of a hiker, I've had a very difficult time not worrying about my son when he embarks on an epic multi-month walk across America. He calls or emails perhaps once a week and goes out into the wilderness in some extremely remote places for days on end. So I'm wondering if you have any tips to get this hiker mom to worry less and trust that my son won't die the next time he steps out on the CDT in Wyoming for five days. Thanks, Hiker Momster. Okay, I do. before we answer this question, uh, we're going to require that you need to post a YouTube video of you listening to the entire episode. <laughs> yeah. All right. I It'll like be that. like a reaction video. Yeah, yeah. we need to, we're going to need that, okay? So I... I had to I had to have this conversation with my parents when I went on the AT because I did the AT by myself. Uh, hashtag solo female hiker. And um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for putting that in. Yeah. Anyway, so the thing that I always tell not just my parents but any person who, especially as a woman, they're like, "But it's so dangerous out there." I always tell them that, like, yeah, if you go out into the woods, there are specific types of things that can happen to you. You can fall and break your leg. You can fall and die. You can get eaten by a bear. You could burn up in a fire, I suppose. I mean, there are a lot of things that could happen to you. But if you're on a long-distance trail, the odds of those things happening are actually quite lower because you're, generally speaking, you're mostly on trail. You're not doing a ton of scrambling and climbing and things like that. So those odds are lower. But not saying those things can't happen. But what I tell people is this. Add up statistic. Add up all the people that die through hiking or on trail in a given year, who are experienced. Okay, add up all of those people, and get a percentage of all the people that hiked that year. And then you tell me a city that has a lower murder rate than that, or a lower death in traffic rate than that. Murder. Because the reality is that driving to work every day or living in a city doesn't feel risky because we've all accepted that that's what we do every day but you're much more likely to get into a car wreck or get hit by someone when you're riding your bike or for women to get assaulted in in the urban setting for example than you are anything to ever happen to you when you're out in the outdoors yeah i mean you could just you could even take away like all other objective dangers that exist within society and just go with like being in a car yeah right yeah and, and you're probably already like more risky just getting in a car every day and and we don't you are yeah. going and on we, a hike, we don't see it know? as risky because we see it as a an inherent function for daily living in most exactly. situations yeah. but and i'm not saying that nothing will happen absolutely and it's different yeah. because you can't check in with your kid every day and so there's this disconnect 
But I think you have to make the choice in your mind to say, well, what I know is that it's safer for him to be doing this than it is for him to ride in a car every day. And, they, and it's a lot more speaking. fun, too. Yes. And I'll also say yeah. this. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner, right? I don't know if you celebrate. I don't. But if you do, parents of hikers and adventurers, your hiker is going to have a lot harder of a time not carrying a spot or an in-reach or something like that if, if you just give it to them with a year subscription. Yes. That's right. And, and, and like, you know, it, then you, the, you, you've moved beyond the argument of like, well, how much does it weigh? And blah, 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 blah. Okay. I carry one now on distance hikes. I do too. Um, I I don't think that. Uh, I think it's just a good idea. You know, I mean, it's entirely possible that. I mean, we talked about Chris Fowler earlier in Trail News. I, again, I mean, I hope he's found safe. Um, but but the reality is, is if he had a spot or something like that, if he did get in a tight spot, he would have been able to like send out a message. Right? Sure. And, and and if you are a parent of a hiker and this is a concern for you, buy him a spot. But Buy him an in reach. a spot is only so good if, if if you fall and crack your skull. Yeah. Right. Of course, but that's not the point. Yeah, the point is, is that there are a lot of situations where it is helpful. Yes. And if you're the parent, True. this parent who's concerned. All right. There it is. And objectively, like if you have a way of just pressing a button and maybe having help versus like there's no button anywhere right. for a hundred right. miles that you can press, like yeah. just take that button with you. And and I will say, you can call this a little bit of a trail tip as well. If you do carry a spot or an in-reach or something like that, do not mount it on the top of your backpack where you can't reach it. Mount that thing on one of your sternum straps or your one of your Hip chest straps or something like that. Yeah. So that, it, so that if you f- do fall off a cliff and, and crack you need to press skull, that thing and you are it's broken right there, yeah. and hurt, like it is right there. Like maybe you'll even be able to like get at it with like your mouth because the rest Actually, of you is Actually, just broken. mount it into your sternum. Okay, Hiker Monster, yeah, so. buy your son a spot for the holidays, whether it be Kwanzaa, You could make like Hanukkah, a spot or necklace. Christmas. You could um, look like Flavor How much flavor. does a spot weigh? <laughs> would actually be kind of uh, cool. Special, special, uh, how much does a spot weigh? Uh, they, they are actually weightless. Yeah, they yeah. don't weigh anything. They don't weigh anything. All right, what? next question. Uh, question number two, is from Too Short Hiker. Too Short Hiker says, my question is Giardia. Uh, how do you avoid it? Yeah. How do you deal with it? <laughs> Have you ever had it? <laughs> and how did you treat it? Go. <laughs> Love the show. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Love the show. Five stars. Two short hiker. All right. What do we got for him? Is that five right, stars or five sharks? Okay. Here's what you need. It's a $5 prescription. It's the generic version of Flagyl. But or you're probably wa- going to want to get to a doctor. right? Isn't it tinidazole? Isn't I, that what Maybe there's mul- yeah. multiple. There's, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the. But how do you prevent it? Well, uh, the, problem with, uh, the problem with that uh, prescription is you need to actually have the symptoms in order to not buy necessarily. the drug. Really? No, you can not get necessarily. It. Some, some doctors really? will just give you a prescription to the, carry. Okay. Yeah. There's a be- lot of doctors if you tell them you're going on a long trip and you want to be able to like take some stuff. Nip it in the bud. goes yeah. down, yeah. They, they'll help you out. Okay, because yeah. when I when I had the PCT uh, you know, a couple decades ago, I uh, I went down... <laughs> I went down. Back with Earl Schaefer. <laughs> Back with Earl. I can appreciate Grandma Gatewood was Earl out there. Schaefer and Grandma Gatewood. D- didn't Camels. you actually give Monty Dodge his first stove? I did. I was the one who christened him. I was the one who gave him his trail name. Anyways, uh, no, that's not true. Uh, I did go over to Tijuana to buy some tinidazole, and I kept it with me for a couple of years, and I probably still have it, but 
I mean, as far as prevention, I mean, you can take precautions, uh, but that doesn't necessarily guarantee you that it's not going to happen, right? Like a lot of hikers every year on the PCT seem to get sick at or somewhere north of Kennedy Meadows. That's because everybody thinks, oh, the Sierra, the water's so pristine, it's coming from snowmelt. Like where hundred people and then have they don't drink their water dump. out of Kern River, you know. Yeah. So, so, so the, the the point is, is like. I to go back to Ray Jardine. All right, let's see. <laughs> when you're done, when you're done. No, no, I guess, no, no, when you're done. I need to go back to Ray Jardine when you're done. Do you remember uh, where you were? I, I was just going to say, like, <laughs> you, you don't necessarily know that... You, I, I don't know that prevention is really feasible. If you treat everything... Like, I treated everything in 2006, and I got sick in the middle of the High Sierra. Hmm. And it was definitely Jardia. Well, okay. you know what they say about an ounce of prevention... What's worth a pound of cure? Yeah. Ray Jardine. What do you say? that you should drink from the tributaries that run perpendicular to the trail. So what that means is if you're hiking okay. on a trail and the trail parallels a river, don't drink from that river that the trail runs parallel to. Drink from the tributaries that flow in from uphill perpendicular to that totally. river. That's mm. a good safe bet because those tributaries require people to hike way uphill. In That's order a good to point. Right. Well, and like rivers are collections. So that's that's, that's right. And rivers the are other thing is that if you come to a lake, keep in mind that the first three inches or so of water are generally pretty sterile because of the UV. Correct. Yeah. So as long as it's a nice, stable yeah, lake. For yeah, sure. And Here like is another wind. tip. Preach. Let yourself get Giardia in the off-season. Stomach Ooh. it through and come to coexist oh with nah, the bugs. Man. Come to coexist. I actually did this back in 2001. I got Giardia. How did you get it? Were you just I got going around licking, it, licking on poop? I was licking on cow patties in the the hot in on the Colorado Trail. Actually, I wasn't. He's like, um, move over, dung beetle. I was, I was treating my that water. I was treating my water with bleach uh, on the Colorado Trail, and one night um, I was in, I was camped in a field filled with cow patties and i had to get water there and i did but i got really cold and that's when i suspect my bleach failed because bleach doesn't work when it's really cold i believe don't quote me on that get yourself a lawyer we'll get the trail show (laughs) like buck 30 get yourself a lawyer like buck 30 i mean an accountant whatever knowledgeable dude like buck 30 is and that's when I got Giardia. Now it didn't start. It didn't start to get to me until I was like the last week of my hike. But then it was like I was very thankful that I did not have to hike while I had Giardia because it would have been terrible. Oh, keep going. When I had Giardia after, uh, whoa, whoa, dude, that's a twenty percent beer, man. I can't like. <laughs> Is it really? I got to go hang out with my. Uh, welcome to Michigan beers, man. <laughs> uh, so um, I, I I tried to go on a couple hikes. Um, oh my God! What are we talking about, Giardia? I tried to go on a couple oh. hikes with Giardia after I had it, and I couldn't. I just couldn't. I had no energy. So I couldn't I, eat any food. I, I was think it's disco salad. Disco. I, I contracted oh. Giardia in the White Mountains of New Hampshire, and I'm fairly certain that it happened as a result of sharing food, sharing a gort bag with about five different hikers, yeah, where we were just passing around the bag of gort, Poop and people we were talk about that? putting Listen, their hands in the gort. Have don't we talked reach. about that before? Okay, so the lesson, the lesson learned is uh, do not share food with other hikers. Um, just, just don't stick your hand into somebody else's food bag, or don't let somebody stick their hand into your food bag. Totally. If don't you, do that. If you absolutely need some of their gorp, you can have it poured into your filthy <laughs> little mitts, okay? You don't <laughs> need to go reaching in there. Well, you can go that way too, I suppose. I mean, just cut out the middle, man. Yeah, you know, for sure. I, I think a lot of people do get 
Jardia and other intestinal distress type issues uh, more from bad hygiene than yeah. I honestly think yeah. from bad water. Yeah. And again, I have absolutely no scientific proof for that. That's all right. But it sounds Science right. Science doesn't exist anymore. I mean, you know, only if you believe in it. That's right. Only if you're a believer. Somewhere, if you don't, if you say you don't believe in science, somewhere, somebody with glasses dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Do you have another question? I do not. That's all I've got for this month's Ask a Hiker. I haven't asked a she-hiker. Do we have time? Yes. I don't know if we have time. No, it's, do not, it's not about the dog. Okay. No, oh, it's it's shorter than that. Whose dog? <laughs> this is from, all right, let's hear it. from the Facebook. Oh, the Facebook. The phony book. The Go ahead. Book. Hey, the I, fake news book. I oh. just listened to your show Word. on the lowest to highest. I'm about to finish in a couple of days. Also, he was about to finish the lowest to highest. Oh, cool. It's pretty sweet. Just wanted to see if you could put me in touch with the person who wrote in from Athens, Georgia, who was the insincorator. Yeah. He says, think it was the insincorator? Question mark. I'm flying back to Athens in a couple of days, and it's... Feels pretty much impossible to find anyone who is into long distance hiking uh, back home. As, quote, not a chance, unquote, mentioned to me this morning, it's pretty tough finding your pepper or your trauma. Anyway, I was hoping I could Rare reach catches. out to this Athens, Georgia person through you. My goal this coming year will be to find the perfect hiking partner. Pretty daunting goal. Danka! And that. Bitte. So anyway, uh, that is that's a private message from from someone to me. So if you live in the Athens, Georgia area, and you happen to be of the female persuasion, Meaning and you are a female, or you like females, or you, you are a female, what happens if you okay. are the insincorator, or if you are the insincorator? Yeah. Okay. But Dila, you already told me that person doesn't exist. No, that's not true. What? Why did you just say that on the air? That's not. Pod, true. don't pull back the curtain like that, please. Okay, so. If you are a female and you live near the Ath- in the Athens, Georgia area, mm-hmm. and you're interested in long-distance hiking, or maybe you have done some long-distance hiking and you want to do some hiking throughout the winter, then private message me on Facebook, and I will put you two in touch. Also, we're uh, launching a new hikers dating service. <laughs> if you uh, just need a date, you know, and you're like looking for a filthy hiker to fill that need. Uh, you just message Pod, and she that's will right. she will find you a filthy matchmaker. Hiker matchmaker, um, make but that's me a match. <laughs> really, uh, please only uh, women apply to that because uh, she's got like this huge backlog of dudes looking for I a do. date. It's, I do. It's massive. True. Binders. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sound? This is I, the part of the show where we review a tent stake. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, so many people are familiar with the MSR <laughs> brand. Yes. Mountain and safety research, as it correct. were. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> this month's uh, gear review uh, is the MSR mini groundhog steak. So now this isn't the groundhog steak that you, you're familiar Dude, with. It's like beautiful you know, about 10 steak. inches long. It's, this it's not your dad's groundhog steak. No. no <laughs> this, this is your, is your son's groundhog steak. That's right. Steak. That's okay. right. So the, the mini groundhog is probably about 6 inches long. Uh, it features a cross-sectional design that's uh, s- sort of a triangle um, <laughs> kind of a deal, but with some curves going on in there. It does it's feature like a star, a yeah, star prism, a yeah, star. Like a three-sided curvy oh, yeah, star kind of a deal. Uh, I find that it's like really great star. for loose soils. 
Ah. Uh, it has a little a little hole through the top, so you can uh, put a little piece of cord through there and yank it out pretty easily. Top hole. Top hole, yeah, a little top hole there. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's optional. I, I, I usually carry my favorite shepherd's hook um, stakes, so I don't really have to use actual fabric. I mean, what can you thing. fit through that hole? Like a paper clip? That's so no, small. That's the, my, my little shepherd's hook ones. You can fit, fit that, that through that hole? I have a shepherd. Uh, yeah, I, I carry these tight. They're my favorite stakes. You need some really light They're a titanium shepherd's twine, hook man. one, and you got to go through there. But but in any case, yeah, these are uh, about six inches long, triangle cross-section. Uh, they have a slight curve to each leg of that triangle, uh, and they are, I find, the best for corner stakeouts and for mm. side stakeouts. I wouldn't rely on this for... What about uh, a bank stakeout? Probably <laughs> not. You want coffee and donuts for a bank stakeout. Yeah. And, and, and I probably wouldn't use these on the front, like, the, like if you're on a tarp or something. What's Special. up, Dilo? I just want to add that those stakes are fantastic for attaching hold it? landscape fabric to the earth. Ooh. I use those yeah. titanium Ooh. stakes, which probably cost about $6 a piece, extensively, extensively oh, wait, in my landscaping projects because the landscape fabric will never be removed from the earth if I use a $6 Ever. stake, man. You know, I got to say, I, I have to appreciate as an, as an engineer steak. i appreciate yeah. the slight curvature of these tines because hmm. that's like a little someone put some research into that you i think that they actually help i think that's yeah. why they work so well in so it's like soils. a corkscrew sort of yeah. tar- twist if, if you yeah if you so look like straight down the barrel there you can see or is that just from him whacking no, no, it with no, no, a no, hammer no. and it got kind of if you're of familiar the with the klingon symbol that's like you know got the Three points and one's pointed up and one's pointing the other way. Imagine all of those like oh, yeah. sort of twisting in the same direction. Yeah, it's kind of cool. But I think that's what gives it that extra gription in uh, in like sandy. Did you say gription? Gription. That's Hashtag gription. Dilo, please. Oh, hey, sorry guys, I just nodded off again. Uh, <laughs> quick question: um, Can you sharpen those tent stakes on your teeth? <laughs> Uh, depends Let's on try. what teeth you're using. Yeah, can you use your incisors? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. How about yeah. your molars? Yeah, not probably not. not. So okay, well. great. Yeah, can yeah. you use that tent stake to poke a cork through a bottle of wine such that you can drink it? Uh, yes, oh. yes, you could. Yes, you could. Wow. So yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll post a photo of this month's uh, this month's steak, and uh, it's ho- like hopefully, a you know, star. if you don't have one of these, you know, maybe keep an eye out next time you're at the gear store. Mm. I personally always like to keep a couple of them in the quiver. A couple in the quiver. A couple in the quiver. Nice. Which sounds kind of dirty if you say it nice and slow. Oh, dude, I just got this ten steak stuck in my eye. Oh, oh dear, oh, not no. again. Oh, no. We're almost out of the free oh, punch coupons at the ER. I got a ten steak stuck in my eye. Yeah, I'm going to come over and hammer it. Yank it, it out. Yank it. <laughs> All right. Oh, my eye. Oh, God, it's bleeding now. Oh. Part of the show where we end the show. That's right. Oh. What? Oh. It's over already? It's, it's over. over. Oh, my God. I don't think we hit our three-hour limit, D-Lo. I got to go, we... man. I got to hang out with my parents. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> don't worry. We'll cut that out so they can't hear it. <laughs> thanks to everyone for tuning in today. And hey. a big thanks to Not A Chance for speaking to us on the Northern New Mexico Loop. And a big thanks to Homework for the beer. Oh, Homework. And the presents. And the and nice presents. Yeah. It was It was really sweet, man. We also want to thank our monthly PayPal donors. You can always find donors. us at thetrailshow.com, on Twitter at Trailshow, on Facebook, the Insty at The Trail Show, on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and of course on iTunes. We're all on Twitter. You know where to find us. If you don't know, go back and listen to last month's show. You can hear it there. Another Trail Show has come and gone. 
but don't shed a tear in your beer because we'll be back next month with more beers, trails, and nonsense. I'm looking forward to next month. Until then, for the it's Princes of Darkness, D-Lo, Special 41, and not a chance, I'm Disco. Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thank you for How shed. The trail show. Kind of sound similar. Thank you for tuning in. Did you know that lawyer and liar sound the same if you're Southern? Liar and Junaid, lawyer. Can you can you pull that tent stake out of my eye? Yeah, here. Thank, oh, uh, yeah, that's much better. Where's Theodore? Can, the can I wipe unicorn. your eyes off on your I mean, jeans? I don't really Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. Go, Just wipe the blood on my jeans. Right, no Theodore, Huxtable, the unicorn. We don't, I mean, the reindeer. I keep yeah. saying that. Yeah, what's Come on. The reindeer, uh, Is it Johnson? Jones. Theodore Jones. Theodore Jones. Theodore Jones. Theodore Jones. Thanks so much. Really got a kick out of you. Good nostrils on that guy. Oh, man. Nice rack, too. Yeah, we've got our, our every month, uh, just like my Aunt Flo. And uh, big shout-out to Bobby Walters, man. I would be your BFF, too. I've walked many trails to get from the booth box to where I can pick up a nice cold Budweiser. Church. Church. <laughs>